Welcome to the Music Challenge Podcast. My name is Andrew, and uh, we are here tonight, and we'll tell you the topic in just a second, uh, whatever. Hey, Jed. Yeah, man. How you doing, dude? I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> that's exactly what I was supposed to do, right? Yeah, that's kind of it. <laughs> like, you just batted it right back at me. See Every everyone. Time I get a little better. Uh, a little, a tiny bit better. <laughs> well, no, I, 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 I was, was. I'm, I'm do, I'm doing good. We're, I'm, we're like hanging on by, you know, just by the edge here, like a week before Christmas at home. But uh, yeah, I trying to. Hi- it like having. It turns out having kids around all the time and that never sleep is really hard on the like getting Christmas shit done. Like wrapping sure. gifts and like being Santa and like all that stuff is very hard. And also Impossible. the elf, the fucking elf every night is really, really hard to deal <laughs> with. Uh, Kevin, how are your journeys this this last You know, weeks? I'm it's stuff's weird. Um, it's weird and it's hard. Um, and I think it's hard for everyone. Music's definitely been a uh, a balm. To some of that stuff, um, and a bomb. Jed, I hear you. A uh, a balm, a bomb, like a soothing balm, like a yes, bomb, a soothing balm. Yeah. And then you know, in some uh, in some cases, also a bomb, like a psychedelic bomb. Um, but no, um, I just getting back really quickly to the kid thing, uh, Jed. I am grateful I no longer have to keep up that delusion in our household, <laughs> which makes Christmas much more of a transactional nature. I'm um, thinking this sure. is the. Uh... I'm yeah. thinking this is the last year, maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't think riding? so. <laughs> Are you keeping I know up your kids. You, uh... No, I mean, it's, it's, it's at this point, it's a joke, but um, it's, we it's interesting. And I get you about the whole transactional experience or experience. Um, it's, I don't know. It's, it's yeah, fun in a different way as she gets older. <clears throat> right. And just, I don't know to see what she's looking for and what you know sell a new cell phone or whatever um it's the fun of the growth and change absolutely it is fun it is fun how you doing andrew uh i'm doing okay been running back and forth between champagne which champagne illinois and chicago and uh keeps me busy that's Uh, a distance got some other things cooking so um, we'll see what comes out of that. Maybe we'll have a big change coming soon. I know. So, uh, you know, not worth announcing on the show. But uh, so, yeah, I'm currently in the 11th episode of Lost in Space, so I'm pretty happy with that. That's when they used to make 30 episodes a season. Wow. Uh, so I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know if I can watch 90 episodes of Lost in Space. <laughs> <laughs> It's a tall commitment. Yes. yes. When, when in fact, I do have Netflix, and there's far better things. Can I, uh, can I, can I throw a great one out for you? And like everyone else in the entire world should watch this show is what called "What We Do in the Shadows," and it's based off of a movie by uh, Jermaine Clements, which was uh, 
one of the two guys from Flight of the Concords. And it is like one of the best shows I've ever seen. It's like two two seasons long. And it's it's about like centuries old vampires that live on Staten Island, like in a crazy Are there any robots old, like, in it? In in a I've, in a vampire like mansion and just like murder people recklessly and like, what? <laughs> like nothing ever happens. I've heard about this. But it's this. like all yes, stick I've, humor. Yeah. It's so 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 good like we watched through it and then immediately went to the first to the first episode and watched it again because it was like we need more of this in our lives it went so fast what's it called again what we do in the shadows rob really good yo how are you doing buddy i'm i'm all right um just like these guys getting by Getting through this year, we only have a couple more weeks. That's true. Um, so it'll be. I. I don't know. I don't think it's gonna just flip on January one, and it's gonna be a new new year. I think we're all but getting the vaccine on New Year's I'm, Day. I'm. <laughs> I'm hoping that things starting to straight out, straighten out. Obviously, everybody else is too. But um, I'm doing okay. Working. Well, working. Waking. Yeah. Working in a coal um, mine. That's what I feel like sometimes. Right on, right on. Drew, what are we doing tonight? What, what we're we doing about? tonight is uh, the best of 2020 per our picks. Yes. Psych fest. <laughs> it did turn into <laughs> psych fest. Yes. Yeah, we're doing best of 2020 psych fest. So if you're into psychedelic music, hold on to your head, Fred, because uh, we got some barn burners for you. And if uh, you're not into psychedelic music, if you're just want to hear something new we got some good ones for you so uh you're gonna thoroughly enjoy this hour it's gonna be fun we're gonna relive all the great memories of 2020 which we just (laughs) did they are they are over yes (laughs) yes and uh thank god the dodgers won the world series that yeah that's actually one of the worst parts of 2020 good god (laughs) so uh you know, so that's what we're doing tonight, the best of 2020. And uh, featuring tonight, we have uh, the OCs, we have uh, Freddy's Witch Fingers. No, Frank, no, that's Frankie. Not it. <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> Frankie and the Witch Fingers. Yeah. So the album is Strange to Explain by Woods. Um, okay, cool. It was an excellent album. It was cool. Right on. Right on, right on. I just wanted to give everyone a little taste of what we're talking about. So, and, but yeah. you have to give them a taste of what you're talking about as well. Oh, uh, the band. Yeah, you. The album I chose or was is by the band King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. So, if you're a King Giz fan, hold on, we're gonna melt your ears back a little bit. So, uh, along with several other of these albums, so um, you're gonna enjoy it. So, Jed. Take the floor and tell us what you're. Uh, yes, sir. What you're um, bringing to the people. So I am presenting the 23rd album of uh, a band called the OCs. Um, or OCs. Or OCs. The yeah, the the fifth rendition of OCs. Uh, right now, they decided to spell their name wrong, different again. Wrong, uh, oh, different for, for this album. Different, it's never wrong. <laughs> it it kind of looks like when you look it's at when you look different. at them all lined up. It, it kind of looks like they're just looking for like the best uh, Google search because it's like 
the OCs, the OCs, the OCs, yeah, or they're, they're doing, just fucking with everyone. They're doing SEO through their, <laughs> right. yeah, through, through their band name, exactly. <laughs> right. To show um, up top. But yeah, their, their 23rd album, they can't, they, I mean, they started playing music in 97 and I have banged out 23 albums, which I think is incredible in, you know, various what? renditions. Um, Actually, it's 23 like, didn't years. They, didn't, it's called, they, didn't they release like two or three last year? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. Yes. They just like crank them out. Um, but this one is called Protein Threat. Protein. 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 I don't, I don't yes. think it's protein. No, you're right. I just said it wrong because I say things wrong. I mean, I might protein. be wrong. Okay. No, I think you were right. Protein Threat. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an it's, awesome awesome album um i i love the sort of i mean this band is all about percussion with two drummers and uh well not all about but i think it's yeah, right core, now core focus and right. i think they they rule on this album um it's just it feels like like i i, I kept i keep coming back to this idea that it, it feels like a like a guy ritchie uh, like kung fu spy movie, <laughs> like it has this like retro y kind of like sleazy riff, like like. It but it, it's not like sticky. The- it's just like it's really tied it. It's like really tuned into this sort of feel, and uh, it has ups and downs. And then they like throw their just like kind of wailing into it, like here and there. But like yeah, there are these like throw their weight into it. Moody little breaks and then like mid song it's just like whop and then they yeah. just like slam it on and uh and i love that about them and then and i also find this album to be uh incredibly listenable um sometimes in this genre i like my ears get kind of tired um, Agreed. and this is one of those albums and uh and same with like rose city band which is not on the list but we talked about it uh last week i think right a couple weeks ago um where it's just easy on the ears you can listen to it over and over again sure. and uh like i'm going on a drive in a couple of weeks and like this is gonna get played two or three times it's like right. 40 minutes long and it's just like it's great road music great adventure music like yep you feel kind of like a badass listening to it like it keeps I, you rolling <laughs> true and uh yeah what did you guys think i i loved it um and the I couldn't stop thinking at the beginning of the record. This sounds like an uh, Adam West Batman like fight really? scene. Yeah, totally, totally get like yeah. the same vibe.
just it. I don't know why, but it did. It reminded me of that. Like you know, it was that seven sixties and seventies Batman. But anyways, this yeah. is, wow. and I can honestly say, this is my the first time that the OCs have caught me. And I've tried a lot, like, and maybe I haven't enough. But honestly, this is the first time the OCs have caught me, and I really dug it. And I was glad that you picked this too, Jed, because I was like, I'm listening to this album, and it and it did. It, I mean, it caught me. I dig it. Right on. This album, yeah, yeah. This album is only like three months it's old. Really, really new. Yeah, thirty-seven months ago in September, and it's my like the first impression for me was um, just how much it was led by the drummers. Mm. Most of these OCs albums are, you know, John Dwyer just throwing riffs down and everybody else kind of keeping up this one. It felt, it felt like he let the controls, like, I don't know. It, it's a different, it's a different sound from them. Than, no doubt. I agree. And some of their other albums. Right. Um, I agree. I mean, for a band that know, is constantly transforming and, yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of ever changing. Right. And, but this is yet another incarnation. And frankly, I like it better than the last two albums, to tell you the truth. Because um, the last two albums kind of got into that dark, heavy psych place that, frankly, King Gizzard went through. And, you know, almost it's a pseudo heavy metal type sound. Sure. And which I don't really dig. I mean, if I really wanted to hear heavy metal, I'd listen That's to heavy missing. metal. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, and, and I do. You know, when I want to listen to heavy metal, I do. Um, but what I got out of listening to this, and when it, when it, when I thought of it, it kind of struck me hard, and that is uh, Primus. Um, oh yeah, there's like sailing the seas of cheese type Primus. Sure. There, yeah, there's sure. like Primus and Ween, like all that sort of like there, there's there you go that, that jazzy oddity sort 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 of to it, and uh, and I think that's a sort of a thread in that. I mean, I think that's where those bands like pick kind of pick this up is like the early world of that um but uh but yeah i think they really jump back into that and his voice helps with the uh with the primus connection too i think like yeah yeah no doubt your head too like it definitely has like there are (laughs) songs on there where it does have that kind of reference to to them but or that's true i i don't think i get i would get the oyster head thing um, it's just his voice. I think he just sounds like Les Claypool, like some in some, some right. of those little bit, points where but it's like a little bit. I think that's part of it. I think you know, there's a lot of bleeps and bloops in this album, like, kind of like a Primus yeah. album. And then it, like, in the middle of it, all of a sudden it goes full bore to ten, and then it'll back off and be quiet again. And it just kind of there's a, several things that reminded me of Primus, which is cool because I love Primus, but I also love the OCs so. Primus sucks. <laughs> John, Dwyer, <laughs> John Dwyer, the the lead in the OCs, is such a prolific musician, and he's got so many irons in the fire constantly. I mean, you know, you can look at bands like Damaged Bug, Bent Arcana, which are just like two of the other projects he's done this year. And I, if you haven't heard <laughs> the Bent Arcana album, you really, really need to. It's like an acid fueled uh, improv thing. That's got dudes from uh, like all over, um, all over Northern California and 
um, I want to say the guy from TV and the radio was there and uh, Peter Curlin from Sun Watchers. And there's just some really cool musicians that this guy jams with and plays a lot of different types of music. And it feels like this album was influenced a lot by the idea of just kind of jamming and playing a more open sound. And then, you know, it's COCs. And so they are going to kick you in the kidney repeatedly at times. Right. In a good way. Right. And I heard, oh, yeah. I, I heard more of that uh, <clears throat> Ty Siegel type sound, it, not realizing. Totally. Um, just kind of the full board is a, like a guitar sound. Now, Ty Siegel didn't touch this album. However, I didn't realize that Ty Siegel co-produced Orc. And, uh, oh, so, really? Yeah. Which I was, I read that today and I was like, oh, really? I mean, I love Orc. Orc is a pretty good I like good Orc album. a lot too, yeah. Yeah, work is. I think that that fucking and awesome later defeated at last to me are like Pico C's. Mutilator might be my. Yeah, that was my entry too. Yeah, well, it was my entry, and it's also one of my favorites. It's not a dud on there. No, those are the primal songs that I think kind of wired our. That and the two albums before like, that too. Right, like how okay this band does this, and then you discover, like you said, the stuff before, and you're like, oh my. God, we should say so. So the big reveal is that like Kevin and I saw the OCs three three years in a row uh, uh, at this place in Chicago, and uh, each time was a unique experience. And frankly, uh, the sound levels are to probably nearly illegal limits. And uh, it is out of control. It is absolutely pound for pound, probably one of the best concert experiences you will experience anywhere if you like music. If you don't like music, then I don't know what to tell you. So, um, what are you checking out there, Rob? Um, What's going on? You got? I was just sorry. jumping on to your no. stats. No, no, sorry. Should, um, I think I should, we should pass the pass the torch to you and. You can, uh, so do we want to talk about do we, so pass the mic? Pass the so mic you guys mic. want you guys want to talk about my record, Frankie and the Witch Fingers, monsters eating people? Yeah, eating I think. I mean, I think there's definitely some some solid correlation between Ab- absolute OCs and these guys. Like, and yeah, but part of the, I was blown the, away by this record. reason obviously i picked this record because i've been obsessed by it but one of the the main reason um i know this record is because of one kevin foss and he threw it threw it at me earlier this year and it just caught me and it's just rocking continuous it's tight it's got depth to me um and it's fun to listen to and i a couple weekends ago I had the treat of getting their 
live stream that they did. And they pretty much played this whole album. It was incredible. Unbelievable. Um, basically nonstop um, guitar, bass, and drums. Two guitars, bass, and drums. Female bass player. Absolutely rips. Unbelievable. So, and I do, I see that correlation between the OCs. This caught me before the OCs did. I don't know why. Oh, I can, I, I, I know I, why. Totally. But I, I love this. Yeah, I mean, no, I think it has its own. I mean, it definitely isn't just a copy. Like it has its own thing. Like they are doing something different. Um, yeah. But there's, yeah, there's a lot of like, if you no, like this band, you'll, you'll like this other band. You know, like they're, yeah, they're definitely in the same vein. In that way. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it's, I, it's garage psych, psychedelic rock, and it's, I mean, it's you know the same genre, whatever. But it's I just love what these guys do. I thought when I first listened to it, I thought in my head it's because sometimes the OCs to me is too washed out, like some of it is. It's too like I don't know if too I like clean the mix. But this I always I, I said when it. I first heard this that Frankie was like the OCs with more clarity. It's like it just seems like the the instruments are more discernible in Frankie than they are in in the OCs. But I haven't listened to a ton of OCs. This last OCs record was the first one that caught me. Well, yeah, yeah, they and definitely came do out a, this year. They do a lot of that, like you know, experimental sound stuff, where sure. they're like creating noises out of instruments that you don't right. that are really unexpected. I thought there was a decent amount of that on here too, but like sure, but yeah, maybe a little more approachable. I see where you're coming from with that, but like it's yeah. a little more smooth, especially with the congas in it. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, it has sort of. Uh, I kind of thought it for a little bit. It had a Santana vibe. Uh, yeah, right. yeah. You know, it kind of had that uh, Latin type thing um, going through it a little bit, but not totally. I mean, it's a it's a garage psych album for sure. Right. I mean, right. Yeah. These guys are from Bloomington, Indiana. Yeah, uh, originally, kind of in right. the original incarnation, and and moved out to LA. I believe LA. in 2016. Yes. You're right, which is significant because uh, they sound like, frankly, they have Ty Siegel's fingerprints all over them once again. Um, just like they are climbing that same psychedelic mountain that everyone else is, except the OCs, right? Correct. Who invented their own psychedelic mountain? Mm-hmm. No one else is on it. Um, and, uh, and that, that's not at all to say this album washed out because obviously this album was awesome. Um, you know, uh, but I guess I'm just saying it's got some sound resemblances. That's sure. all that. Absolutely. What are, some, what are some, what, what's your, I was anxious to see, listen to, uh, like what your favorites were, Rob. Cause it's one of those albums where I'm like, I love this song. And I love this hey. song. <laughs> like, 
Cavehead, and then that last tune, the last tune on the record is, and it, it's cool. I love this album because there's not space between some songs. They flow mm-hmm. into the next one. And that's yeah, how you they can't tell. That's how they exactly. And that's how they played it. And when they played it live on the, on the live webcast and it was just so fucking cool, man. I love this record. I've listened to it hundreds of times. I feel like at this point, and it's, I mean, Kevin, I get, we need to get your thoughts on this record too, but I've sent songs to him from this album since the day he sent me this album been like, this is fucking awesome. It is. I just love it. Been holding out on us. Yeah. It's uh, we've had a running conversation about this album for a little while. It's it's only been out for a couple of months. It's it's that new. Um, so yeah, it's you know it came out thirty four months ago in in October two thousand twenty. So the uh, thirty four weeks. The thing ago. about this. No, I just it was. Uh, that's my joke. Oh, I got you. It feels like it's got eighty-seven <laughs> months. Oh, oh, I got you. Every day is three you. weeks yeah. long, right? No exactly. Yeah. So, um, dog ears. The thing, the thing about this band is, um, my buddy uh, Sean had hit me to him earlier on in the year in like January, and there's a song on their last album, Zam, called uh, "I'm Underneath You." Yeah, it's a monster of a song. Yeah, and that was the song that grabbed me by the nuts the first time I heard it. I was like, "Holy crap, these guys are good!" And they were playing at a, a little club on the north side called Sleeping Village, where Andrew and I saw Wand, um, and they were playing there in February. Um, the problem was um, February is a birthday month in my family. And so um, just not a really good time for me to go. So I missed the show, um, but their name just stuck in my head and that I'm underneath you song got a lot of play. So when this album came out, I knew I just, I had a suspicion it was going to be good. I had no idea it was going to be this good. Yeah. Um, I, I think the thing that separates them from a lot of the other psych bands for me is just how catchy their fucking songs it's got a lot are. Of hooks. They are right. It's so they, they write hooks. The last band that I can think of that caught me like this upon first listen is like white denim. Um, totally. And they have the songs fly together. They right? have this is, that. This album's kind of like white denim. It, D, right? it is dude. It is. Yeah, It's got that same kind of feel where it's like they, they made a fucking really good, they, like they created an album that sounds like a really good concert. If that totally sense, right, where it just kind of flows, and the influences are everywhere. Like a uh, Black Sabbath, I hear absolutely. Here. I hear Santana, like, like the Clash at times, and, right? And yeah, um, they just it, oh the Beatles, the or, they got uh, a right, yeah, they got a too. they got a punk thing. And when I when I heard them Ramones, the first few times, uh, absolutely. Um, I thought to myself, like, Tame Impala and White Denim had a, a kid. And, like, I, but I had that White Denim thought in my head. Because they have that, like, mm-hmm. tightness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Their drummer's really good. Their bass player's great. Their rhythm section's just wonderful. Yeah, it's, it's an, I mean, this, to me, seems like one of those bands that use the pandemic to just kind of come together. They probably all live in the same place. They came together and they would have chatted the shit out of themselves. Mm-hmm, right. like that that album before this is good. Yeah. This album is it's, great. Oh, they yeah. definitely would shedded, got better, you know, and you know that I watched um most of that performance that, that you were talking about, right. Rob. Yeah, they were just killing yeah, it. Yeah, I need to see they, that. They know these songs inside and out. 
and this this would be a hell of a tour to see. Um, Dude, know, I will see them. Wedding live. room, um, right? It, fun stuff, man. Fun stuff. They're gonna they're gonna like tear down uh, any room they play live. Absolutely. Good stuff for sure. So, Thank Drew, you, you liked it, it too. Up, I was actually reading something else. Actually, yeah, I loved it. I mean, it was, it was great. It you was, liked it that much. It was. It was great. Psych- well, yeah, I thought of something else. It's great psychedelic rock for sure. And I can see how the live shows would, would absolutely go go nuts. Sure. Like, you know, when they bring down the beat and it's heavy, you know, I mean, you just see people just losing their shit all over. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a pretty advanced album. Um, I want to go back and listen to uh, a couple of other acclaimed albums of theirs, um, of which you can't remember right now. And like but, like Kevin mentioned, Sam, it's good, but it's not. This is great. This record, this great. is next level. Yeah, they they up their game big time. Yeah, yeah, you can tell this is a band that is coming together for sure. Yeah. It's a great sounding, polished effort that definitely belongs in the team photo for best of the year. Hell yeah. For sure. Sure. A worthy, worthy representative. All right. Well, why don't we take a break here on the Music Challenge podcast? Uh, bring you these messages. I don't know. We'll have a short break here. And uh, <laughs> I'm not going to act like it's an ABC. <laughs> you know, after school special or something like that. Smoke them if uh, you don't. After these messages, we'll be right back. Um, but <laughs> take it easy and we'll, we'll check you out in a See couple in minutes. A Peace. Remember, everyone, we want you to submit your formative four. Tell us the musical seeds that set you on your path, and we might review one of your albums right here on the air. You can get on our blog at musicchallenge.fireside.fm or email us at musicchallengepod at gmail.com. Also, you can slip into our DMs at musicchallengepod on Instagram. Come as close to four as you can, but if you need more or less, that's all right, too. Remember musicchallengepod at gmail.com and you can hear us discuss one of your albums.
are back on the Music Challenge Podcast. My name is Andrew, and I'm here with Jed, Kevin, and Rob. What's hey, up, hey. Rob? And we are going... Welcome back. Welcome back. And we are going over the best uh, albums of 2020. One of, the, one of us, each one of us brought one. And uh, Kevin, I think the floor is yours. Thank you. Um, the album I'm going to talk about today, which is... Uh, among my favorites of this uh, this whole calendar year is uh, is called Strange to Explain by Woods. And this is an indie band. It's a little different flavor than the other three bands we're going to talk about tonight. Um, yeah. I think their psychedelia is more sneaky. Um, I think that it's definitely more song-based, but um, the, I think the, the, the way I want to describe this band is uh, a phrase that was used. I saw them referred to as jangle merchants. And so, yeah, <laughs> That's good. Yeah. The, uh, so I've, I've been listening to these guys now for probably about five or six years and they're, okay. they've really changed their instrumentation with each album they've made. This is the least dense of all of them. Like if you listen to earlier albums, there's a lot more notes. Um, and then, so in this album, they, they swapped out the guitar for a Mellotron, which like what's a Mellotron you ask? I believe that I was invented by Frank. Zappa. Really no idea. Um, well, it was, uh, it, it came out in like 1963. I did oh. a little history on it. And, okay. and, and so basically these keys get pressed, which pull tape, um, little strands of magnetic tape across a little bridge and makes the sound and you can tune the sounds while they're being played. And so, uh, songs like Strawberry Fields, Space Oddity, 2009, oh, had this, you know? And so... And, 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 I know exactly didn't John Paul saying. Jones purchase a Mellotron? Yeah, it's on Zeppelin, or, too. I think the ocean yeah, made right. it, right? Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's the, it's the... Isn't it the beginning of... Um, it, it, it's right. the thing that if you ever see it, it it's, you're like, what are they playing? Because it's really yes. odd. I right. heard it right. on a lot of prog rock <laughs> albums like Genesis. Crimson used it a lot. Um, Absolutely. Genesis. I mean, think of the sure. uh, background kind of string sound that exactly. that it runs a current through all these songs. That's that's the sound that he's talking right. about. Like, you know, right. like and Strawberry so, Fields. I mean, it sounds like there's a string section, right? Exactly. Uh, yeah, and not. so they've they've done some really cool things, and so the sound of this album is open, airy, and at times it really grabs you. I mean, Jeremy Earl is the absolutely uh, leader in this band. His voice itself uh, is an instrument. Um, I don't know. I I think with this album came out in the spring and this was the, this was the band I most wanted to see a live show. I wanted to kind of break my live cherry. I wanted to see these guys. I would have probably considered traveling to go see them. Um, they do a festival. They had historically done a festival up in September in upstate New York every year. It would have been a great place to go at Ooh. a great time. Um, and that would have been fun. exactly. Um, so, I mean the, you know, to me, the album just really kind of grabs you. You know, you, you hear the first song, the first couple of songs, Next to You in the Sea and Where Do You Go When You Dream. They're really these kind of like light 
poppy, airy songs. And then as you get deeper into the album, I think it, you get increasingly rewarded with this band's instrumental prowess and they just dive deep on a few. Um, you know, I fell so hard. I think that song really slaps. Um, and then, you know, can't get out that right. Um, strange to explain that one the title is, track, you know, yeah. there, there's a lot of just verse chorus verse catchy stuff. Um, and then, totally. and then the instrumental at the end, uh, weekend wind, it's just, Yep. The last few songs, Fell So Hard, Lighted Day, Be There Still, Weekend Wind, like that whole uh, closing stanza of songs really, um, it, it almost like it's where they really open up psychedelically and instrumentally. And I don't know. It's like that. It's like the ass end of that Rose City Band album where mm-hmm. those like last three songs are just. Yeah, fucking but it definitely dead. jived up with, with that album for sure for me. And like, yeah, it, it felt very familiar the 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 album felt familiar to me not musically but with like in the mood and experience that i had listening to it um i listened to it on a drive on like a really rainy day just like blasting up the highway and it was just like there was this hazy sort of dreamlike quality Mm -hmm. to it and then like of course i like read the backtrack of like what he was experiencing, which is basically my entire life, like for the last 10 years, um, it was just like a lack of sleep. Like they had a baby this last year and like his like sleeplessness and like, you know, like sort of creating this like dreamlike haze that this album sort of exists in. And I, and that really hit home with, or it just felt comfortable, but, like exploratory for me which was really nice like if that makes any sense at all Jed, like I'm, I feel like I'm like the lightning bolt is hitting me when you're saying this because that is the theme that runs through those. My probably my two favorite albums is that hazy quality, which is pretty much permeated 2020. Yeah. Right, every day is a Groundhog Day, and you just kind of right. live in this bubble in this haze. Like I've been physically in a bubble working from home. And so like kind of the psychic bubble exists in this music to me is like the soundtrack of it. It's been, it's been crazy how um, I've just kind of habitually gone to this album to just wrap me in that blanket of sound um, that these guys provide. And I, I don't know, like when you listen to earlier albums by them, there's a lot of guitar, there's a lot of notes. This one is just, um, it's a warm blanket of music that just kind of wraps you up and makes you feel good. Yeah. So, yeah. And it, it reminds me of, it reminded me of, and I don't know why, maybe this this is why it reminded me of pavement because it's like yeah. this. I can, I can, it's I can not see that. happy, but it's not sad. Kind of like, I don't know. Is it melancholy? I don't know, but it's, I think it's cool. I love what other uh, origins and Jennifer loved it, by the way. Go ahead. Uh, what other origins do you think you can spot in here? 
what other origins like you know, uh, inspiration? well, yeah inspirations um geez well hell I mean, we just mentioned the Beatles, but the Beatles, and then another thing I couldn't get out of my head was REM. Oh too. yeah, and maybe it, maybe okay. maybe it's maybe it's the vocals. No, well, I think there's, there's like a, a certain uh, uh, you kind of put it as melancholy, but uh, something sure. like it's that. not happy, but it's yeah, yeah, yeah. They they definitely have um, there. You know, there's kind of a I don't know almost. Like Jeremy Earl's voice is really unique. And so I think that's the thing that really kind of like that stands out in this band and, and the vocal harmonies, you know, like they definitely are a force. And I think, you know, songs like those first couple, you know, where do you go when you dream? They really stand out. Um, and so, yeah, I think in this way, they sound a little bit like the Beatles. They sound a little bit like 70s FM California Haze. Just kind of sure. that yeah. whole vibe, right? In all of the things like seventies like FM radio, folksy songwriter like thing right. on it too that I get. Yeah, but yeah, yeah so it so makes it, it it makes like a great little comfortable. I, I'm I'm excited to explore the rest of the catalog because I don't really I don't know these guys. There's a lot of it, right? I've got about five or six albums, and then there's a few live shows on E-Tree. People actually tape these guys. So, E-Tree. Um, there's a few live performances, uh, or, you know, like the archive. Uh, sure. I, I haven't heard the word E-Tree yeah, in right? 10 years. I don't even know why I said that. Wow, it's crazy. Like, that's the place where you do BitTorrent from. But, no, you can just stream them. Sugar Magnolia. Yeah. Um, but, no, they, they jam live. You know, they, they bust out some... some uh, some stuff and they played the other album that really you should probably check out is uh is purple mountains um the two oh yeah the two guys from this uh basically did all the music and oh yeah so i did not know they that. were the that jangle merchants that did david berman hired to make all the music which is one of my favorite albums of last year yeah tragic but yeah listen to purple oh. mountains and you can hear all of those influences too. Um, they're just yeah. they're really great musicians, and this is a this is a triumph for them. So, check it out. Strange to explain. My only bulleted King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard Chunky Shrapnel, which came in, came out in April of 2020. And uh, it was my favorite album of the year. Um, and I guess I've been on a King Gizzard for a uh, couple of uh, couple years now. Been one of my uh, little passion bands um, because I find them extremely uh just intriguing. Wow, 
um, the very first time I heard King Gizzard, uh, the very first name that came to me was Kevin, actually Frank Zappa, because they were working in such a complex chord structure that I was, I was just, I mean, I was just like, who the hell can do this? I mean, you know, it was Prague pretty much. And, um, uh, and so I kind of, for that reason, I'm a big, big Prague fan. So I kind of, you know, fell in love with it as modern Prague. Um, you know, and I think this album shows off a few things. And one of them is of course their technical prowess. Um, sure. I mean, they can certainly turn goat piss into gasoline whenever the fuck they want to. Uh, they're one of those bands that can open it up to you know, all hell is breaking loose. And, um, I should note that Jed and I saw this tour. Um, he so, did. I had like a little bit of a flashback, like kind of yeah, 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 from, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from, from listening to this. It was like, so I wrote a down, little face melting. I wrote down during this one song, uh, let me mend the post. I was like, this is where I was really tripping. Because <laughs> I'm not exactly sure That's what awesome. happened on stage. Um, I couldn't tell if it was one of the dudes in some sort of outfit. I couldn't tell if it was a woman. I just couldn't tell nothing. So uh yeah, it was um uh it was quite the experience. Um so Jed and I, you know, we kind of I think this album would serve more as a refresher than more as as a I, I don't know if that that concert was hard to remember because it was all very intense. You know, it was you know yeah, and I mean, this, but like this gives this album gives a great representation of what it's like to see them because it's a collection of right music from like you know I don't even know how many. And, and it, that was my that was my thing is it sounded like you could hear it all, and I know they did. I'm not as familiar with Gizzard as these guys are. Um, but I, I know my way around it a little bit and you could hear the different styles oh, yeah. because they they're genre pushing yeah. for sure. And, you know, one record will be, you know, said style or have this kind of tinge. And then the next record, I mean, they did a metal record. Yeah. Didn't they they? Did. Quotes. Yes. And then, yeah. so I mean, then, so then you, can, <laughs> you and you can hear that in this it's, I don't know. Oh yeah. yeah. There are like there really are several good. from that, from that, I forget what album it is. That's what I figured because like, I don't. I'm not familiar. You with could tell which ones they are because the double. I'm like, this has to be <laughs> right. The double drum record. goes pretty freaked out when. Uh, yes, it <laughs> does, dude. <laughs> they got that gallop going. Yeah, they do not hold back. Like yeah. they do not slow down at all. And I'm just looking at the the uh, the list right here, and I think it was on Planet B that I was like, like yeah, Planet B and was just like. Dripping Hell. off of my skull, and I was backing away. Frankly, so, yeah. I fast forwarded away through those things. <laughs> Planet B through health. Uh, yeah, I decided not to take in because <laughs> I mean, other than that, man, I mean, like, take a song like The River, which is my favorite fucking track on this thing. One of my favorite tracks they do. Ooh.
starts okay. out as, you know, kind of a psychedelic little ditty. And then it gets, then they do the whole jazz yeah. reprieves out of it. You know, it's like six minutes of a perfect jazz sounding chart and of the same song. And then it sinks into this deep jam, you know, deep like psychedelic jam. And, you know, and these guys got real chops, man. I mean, they can you know, move from genre to genre and, but they have some real fucking chops. Now I understand that the chord structure probably isn't everyone's cup of tea, but I think you gotta, you know, give it a shot, try it to like it. Um, so, uh, I mean, I, I will also say that like Rob, this is Anko and I guess you both discussed this at some point. Um, the first three songs in this album are, Wildly representational of what they can do. Um, the first song sure, is a uh, sure. is a studio uh, song, which is just kind of like a power note, like this kind of giant welling sound that is building up, and you know it's kind of monotone and droning, and you know it's powerful as fuck. It's a build up, and then it goes into that light track, uh, the river, not light as in. As in not jam worthy because it fucking goes crazy and uh, it's it's from an album right. called Quarters where each song is ten minutes and fourteen seconds long. Therefore, each <laughs> song is that. one each song is one quarter of the album. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> kind of things you do. I think when these guys it's yeah smoking out of pot. It's it's a, the the parallels. Yeah, there it is. 2015 the parallels quarters. between like this band and the OCs in terms of the sheer output of their music yeah. is frankly intimidating to me. It's weird. Like I, you know, I think I, I first heard about these guys with I'm in your mind fuzz. Yeah. And like I, I really like that album. And then me at too. some point in time, like I kind of maybe, I don't know, maybe got out of psychedelic music for a little while. or was just kind of getting into some other bands. And all of a sudden I look up and they had like 10 albums out and I felt like, Oh my God, like, yeah. <laughs> holy shit. You like, I, like, can't I, even touch catching up with right? all of it. Like they, they kind of lapped me, you know? And so yeah. God bless them. I respect the hell out of the chops of these guys. And I, I appreciate like there was shit going on in here that my brain couldn't, like handle at the time that I had this fucking thing on my headphones. Yeah. It was that intense at times. And like, it's right. really a mind fuck if you're not ready for it. Um, I definitely want to see this stuff live. Um, album, I would love it's a to. hard listen. Like it's a challenge. It is a hard, listen. yeah, it's a hard um, listen. It's a challenging listen. And, and I, I gotta be honest with you. I'm intimidated as hell by their catalog. It, I don't know. I'll have to like make me a primer or something. Yeah, I guess I could be your <laughs> Andrew, your you rabbi. I mean? Jesus Christ! Because yeah. I, like I said, I you know I I turn my head and all of a sudden there's ten fucking albums by these guys and they kind of like you know they really really um, there's so many places to go but you know it seems like they do it all really well and um, I'm they I'm do. ready. So, I mean, they don't do it. You all can always you can always pick and choose. You know, like you listen no. to it to halfway through something, you're like. Nope. <laughs> like, and then you move on to the next album and it's something completely different. So like, I don't, I don't think they're hitting it out of the park with all of them. Maybe I haven't listened to all of them. I don't know. I it's, mean, like the heavy metal one is pseudo heavy metal. And, yeah. and the thing is, it's it is a laser beam in between the eyes. I mean, as far as how they play oh, it, yeah. whatever. I mean, there is no interludes yeah. or romantic, whatever. It's brat. 
brash. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's crazy how there's all these bands from Australia that are just kicking ass and some ACDC totally psych. Right. Totally psychedelic. <laughs> Boy, here goes smart ass with the AC. Uh, <laughs> Road dude, Warriors. Like Kevin's talking about. Kevin's talking about Tame Impala. Yeah, and well, I mean that is, Kimono is, Drag Queens album. Oh yeah, that's oh, legit. Dude, that is holy. Crap, that is, an, is that another thing? one. Yeah. It's killer. Yeah. And I, of course, I notice. Yes, they are from Australia. Well, that's the fucking album that I want Tame Impala to get back and make. Um, yeah, no, I hear guitar that guitar in that fucking guy's hands instead of keyboards. exactly but whatever. It's yeah, get, I was blown away. By but I mean, even like you know, Pond. I guess Pond is a spinoff of that. Well, it's one of the um, dudes from Tame Impala. Is yeah. Have you guys that? Have you guys heard of this band, Tropical Fuckstorm? Mm, yes. No. I think it sounds like a weed strain. one time. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Cochran's are champagne. Another one, another one from Australia. He, the guy in that, in that band, Tropical Fuckstorm, I think has produced a couple Gizzard albums. Mm. Um, but they're worth a listen to. Um, another Australian band. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so they stayed in Australia for a while. I guess they, you know, I I couldn't even tell you that the big city that they are actually out of. Uh, but then they moved to L.A. I do believe and are living and touring out of the states now. Because uh, I feel like when the pandemic hit, Jesus, Chad, didn't we have like two or three of these damn King Gizzard shows lined up or something like that? It seemed like yeah, there was definitely at least yeah at, le- at least one a couple. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. They're supposed to play at that new big venue. Yeah, they were yeah. supposed to play down in uh, what do you oh, call that? Yeah. Uh, Radius, right yes. down oh, in uh, a brand new venue. God, I didn't even think about that. Can you imagine? Oh, bad timing, eh? Since 2012, they've released 16 records. They released, they released five in 2018, I think. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, as a dare, they announced they were going to do it and they did it. Yeah. So, Kevin, you're right. It's hard to keep up with. What this album has, I don't and think I, you there's to keep also, up with. no, you're, I don't think you can. Uh, this, or there's also from the same, I think it's a 2020, it might be a 19. There's a live from LA um, that yeah. I listened to. And both of them are, I think, are just awesome representations of what a band that can do a lot of things can do on a stage in front of people because they, right. the, sure. they I'll have to give that a try. They do yeah. not hold back. They throw down the entire time and they just blast music at you. Like more than there's only a handful of bands that I can think of that just project the, like yep. amount of like sound energy <laughs> like at you while they're playing. Um it seems and frankly, it, and you do have to be prepared because I feel the exact same way as I tried a couple times to get through it. And I was like, I don't think this is an album that's so did, to get through. Like you take it a piece at a time, you know, like, so did anyone get one, to the last one, song? One, one of the strong, Oh, I've, I've listened, yeah. I listened to this right when it came out. So like, yeah, I was me familiar too, but with the it. last song, you know, you're, you, you, it would take you several listenings to get to. <laughs> Uh, yes, a brief true. history of the planet of Earth. It's 19 minutes long, and it is glorious. Yeah. 
Yes, I it, listened it is to not, that tonight, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yes. It is not one yeah. of those heavy metal songs. It is a glorious fucking song where they show off their full potential of jamming. Yeah, it's a multi-sweet jam thing. It's beautiful. Yeah. I, that one I really dug. It, yes. it, it, if, uh, could you just, roll, maybe could you just play the entire song for this? <laughs> yeah. What'd you say, Kevin? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I said maybe I need a song to hook me and maybe that's the one i don't know um i'll sure. have to go back to it but that was yeah that was definitely the eye opener for me was that last song because i listened to it in three separate chunks that looked like at least the way i i read it it was like they did like a little intro instrumental track and then they in just between. played us like a snippet so i i kind of looked at it like all right i'm gonna listen to this in three distinct sections yeah and yeah that's what i did today with that other one and that's how it ended, and it was fantastic. Yeah, it's a really good jam. Yeah, I mean they have yeah, a few do it songs. That way. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, frankly, yeah. There's one section to me that isn't as good as the rest, and that would be off that, you know, the heavy metal album. Yeah, metal. Uh, Otherwise, the stuff after the heavy metal album on the on here is is really fucking good. Inner Cell is a great fucking song, and it felt like the other two, Loyalty and Horology were continuations of that song. <laughs> they have a lot of uh, names of songs that aren't, aren't actually words recognized by spell checker. Um, Amnesia, Amnesis, there you go. Um, but in any case, yeah, these guys can just bring it when they want to. And the thing, they are genre bending. There's probably at least five genres represented on this album. Absolutely. And it's... You know, and when they want to cut loose, just like a few other bands in the world, I mean, they can make it sound like, you know, the rafters are coming down from the place. And there's, if you're in the mood for it, there is nothing better. And more times than not, I'm in the mood for it. So um, that's frankly what I, I pay to go see rock and roll for is, you know, make my world, move my world Right, I think that's what we all right on. For, right? I guess Hell. you know depends what trips you trigger. So, uh, <laughs> so I guess that's you know that's chunky shrapnel in a heartbeat, and uh, uh, I strongly encourage people to go out and listen to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, chunky shrapnel, and check out Frankie and the Witch Fingers while you're yeah, out there. Yeah, check too. out the Frankie and the Witch Fingers. Check out Strange to Explain by Woods while you're at it. Sure. And check sure. out OCs for sure. I mean, like, if you've made it this far, you yeah. probably have already, you know. Assume, <laughs> but, but yeah. Get ready to consume some music. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of good music on these four albums for sure. Like, Absolutely. I think, yeah. I think we definitely did 2020 justice. Okay. All right. So, I guess uh, for the Music Challenge podcast, this is Peace out 2020 and uh we'll see you on the other side of the new year's uh probably pretty quickly after the new year's and uh we invite you to put your favorite stuff on our yeah Facebook. give us something to listen no, to i yeah. will invite you to put your favorite aaron music page hey <laughs> hey drew why don't you why don't you read out our uh our social oh, that's quick. right so if you want to go to our facebook page uh, just go to Facebook and search for Music Challenge Pod and it will take you right to our Facebook page and you can participate in the conversation 
Uh, latest conversation was what is your favorite album from your birth year? And we have actually gotten over 700 responses on that in total. Nice. Uh, about a hundred of which are albums that people really like, if you know what I mean. Uh, so, uh, we might do some uh, harvesting of that for ideas. Um, but, yeah, we do other Thank shit you. on there. Yeah, keep sending yeah. us your ideas, right? We love you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, as well, uh, if you want to email us, which some people do, uh, you can email us at musicchallengepod at gmail.com. <laughs> Got it right. Musicchallengepod <laughs> at gmail.com. So, and also, uh, like, share, and subscribe, please, 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 and write reviews, because uh, we're trying to make this into something, and, uh, you know. Give us a five-star five star review on, on Apple yeah, Music. For some reason, people think this is going to ruin their credit rating or something like that if they give us a review, <laughs> but trust me, folks, no one's going to hassle you, and it would really help us. So, uh, we're trying to spread the love. Uh, yeah, we need to get a mattress sponsor, right? A mattress yeah. sponsor mattress company <laughs> or a pre-made food right. company, Abs- right? I'm working Absolutely. on a brew shop. We'll work on it. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, so, uh, for the Music Challenge podcast, uh, I'm Andrew, and this is the cast and crew. Jed, see ya. Good day, all, and good night, 2020. Peace out, 2020. <laughs> Rob. See you guys. Peace 2020. Peace out 2020. May everyone enjoy a happy, prosperous, safe 2021. We love you. Stay safe. Be well. Right. Here, here. And uh, don't blow your hands off. No fireworks on New Year's Eve. Uh, have a safe celebration at your home. Keep your hands in your pants. Yes. Inside. Inside, not outside. Yeah. Stay in and don't get together for the holidays. Yeah. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Get a vaccine if you can. Nobody can get yeah. it. Yeah. Actually, I've got a vaccine. I read a, a someone posted a thing and one of her the herpes Facebook vaccine doesn't count. And one of her friends, who's you know a small lady, uh, has started calling everyone, telling everyone to uh, pull like if they're wearing their mask under their nose and calling it their face dick. Hey, pull pull a thing up over your face, Dick. Like, like out in the open, like in the grocery store. I don't wow. know why I thought that was pertinent, but it kind of fits the, the year. I don't know. We'll discuss Goodbye, Rob. You need to go to bed. Uh, good night, All right, guys. Good night, guys. Sleep. This is the end of the Challenge podcast. Good night, good night. We will talk to you next year. Bye.